Welcome to the Shutdown Full Cast. Man, you know, it's an exciting week in college football when we do a recap and and we can guarantee you a couple of things. One, we're we're gonna we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about TCU. That's right. Get your finger on the pulse of a nation when you say definitely, folks, we're gonna talk about TCU. And we should. Like, I don't know. Kind of feel like we're making fun of them a little bit for being TCU. Nope. Nope. You whooped ass. If you whoop ass, we get to lead with you. Additionally, uh, we're actually going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about my favorite team and Ryan's favorite team, Virginia. Right. Virginia. Virginia football the, are the good old orange and blue Wahoo Wah. The Cavs just looking looking confident with you know a program going in a new direction. We are all about UVA here on this program. Now, after the Cavs, did you run out of Virginia stuff that you know? Yes. Mm, uh, okay. Kurt, uh, no, Kurt wait. Bank. I said, said Wahoo Wah. That's got to count for something. Yeah. Yeah. You got to like three things. I mean, Tiki, I can't imagine how many more there are. Tiki Barber. Tiki Barber and Rondé Barber. Herman Moore in the house. <laughs> okay. That's we sure. did it. Uh, uh, defensive basketball. Yeah. Racist founding fathers. <laughs> yeah. Racist, racist graduates. Who all work for the National Review. Something like that. UVA. Um, but we, we can talk about UVA briefly, can't we? Because they they beat the shit out of Boise State. Yo. Yeah. They 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 put a they put they put some cruelty. They put hard time on Boise State, okay? They put serious hard times on Boise State. I don't, you can't give them hard times. That Virginia Virginia ain't Dusty Rhodes. Uh, they, they they went up there and they they put the Irwin R shyster on him. Can I? They, they put the audit on him. They put the audit on him. They really did though. They they. I will say this. I think what all all UVA needed, all right, to get to get right as a program was this. They needed the kind of underrated, like simple cruelty, that only a Mormon coach can bring. Because he's like, oh, I'm very. Nice, no Mormon, and then they get on the football field, and you're like, "Oh my God, the meanest, you're the meanest people on the planet." That's right. Bronco Mendenhall took that all with him. Uh, listen, we're not mean. We're we're not mean. We just don't think you should be allowed to rush for anything at all. Nothing ever. And in addition to that, and that's our belief. That's re- that's and that's religious freedom. You can't prevent that. <laughs> you didn't want to be kicked in the nuts to show wear looser pants. <laughs> <laughs> and in addition to that. They got a transfer quarterback from East Carolina named Kurt Bankert, who's covered in tattoos. That's all UVA needed. They just needed a dude with a ton of tattoos. Listen, that's it. All I know is you go to ECU because you want to play on Sundays and UConn. Well, <laughs> undefeated on Sundays. Undefeated what, on Sundays. And not just this year. Like it's actually like you go back and look and like, oh, they they played a bowl on Sunday one year, and like, oh, they've they've done like. Yeah, ECU wins games on Sundays. Big time. And if we can talk about other people that we're going to definitely talk about tonight, uh, we're, we're definitely going to talk about... Oh, this feels so weird. Mm, I can't even say it. Georgia? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's, talk, let's talk about Georgia. We, we, you know, Georgia was- we, we honestly won't have to talk about, all, about them all that long because... I did not watch much of that game because so it was like, okay, and it's decided. Yep. <laughs> got it. I, I got the picture. Got it. It's it's sort of like what uh, – that game was sort of like what the Rancor Pit usually is like when you just throw a regular folk in there, not a Jedi. Just like, all right, let's see if he can – and the Rancor bit him in half. Cool. Good job, Rancor. Damn good, Rancor. We really should space out our entertainment a little bit better here at this deserted <laughs> desert palace. I think you just Shouldn't called we? Nick Saban a Jedi. He, he probably, I mean, he's a dark Jedi. He's Sith. He's Sith as hell. Yeah, the Emperor's <laughs> pretty short. It is true. He's short. And uh, he probably eats the same thing for lunch every day, too. You never he's see also Jedi. oversigned at one point. He, we, like he had multiple apprentices, which are hey, not. Hey man, you can't. You can only have the one. Uh, listen, I'm gray shirt in this one. He was constantly trying to boot one of these one of these apprentices off to a JUCO and 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 upgrade him to another one. And he was always sort of bad mouthing. You know, he's always sort of bad mouthing the apprentices, being like, "Listen, hey, you know, there, there's there's playing time here available. <laughs> Darth Maul getting it done." 
That's true. And his apprentices generally don't do real well when they leave him. Right? Oh. So. Oh, oh so there's there's though. there's good in you, Jim McElwain. I believe it. <laughs> Will Muschamp lost his legs and regained <laughs> them as robots and spent the next 10 years chasing Obi-Wan Kenobi through the SEEs before finally finding him and being struck down in the middle of the desert. And That's probably Muschamp story. I was going to say probably getting his legs cut off again, right? Yeah, yeah. Got see, up. see, Obi-Wan just didn't want to play in the SEC championship. That was brilliant. Nah, just go ahead. Kill me now. He is wise. That is, whenever you see Bama on the schedule, that's when you hit him with the strike me down and I will be more, <laughs> I'll be more powerful. That's whatever. true. I work for Florida, right? Hey, kick our ass in the SEC title game. Guess what? We're going to paste Iowa in Guess a bowl what? game. Guess what? You'll just have to do it again next year. And then when, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then when, you, you, then. you know, when young Darth Vader kills all the, uh, the younglings, the kids. Yeah, that's Vanderbilt. Real sad, real, real sad, but not real sad, and but pretty quick, and doesn't really take place on camera, so it's fine. And like, and so, so over the top, cartoonish that it's like, all right, this I'm not even, I'm not even really getting this as like a heel turn. It's just like really, really forced, you know. Like if you did like thirty six nothing, it'd be like, oh. Yeah, yeah, a little over the top, Bama. Mm-hmm. And then Tone you've got, down. and then you've got your high flying, uh, your high flying bounty hunter who looks all cool and then dies in incredibly stupid way. <laughs> That's Texas A and M. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Boba Fett. I don't know. I feel like the Aggies. That's that's like the whole clone army, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we were like, meant to. We were meant to die. <laughs> Captain Rex. Just millions and millions and millions of weirdos. Just. Totally identical weirdos in the middle of nowhere. Just out there, just out there going, whoop, whatever you say, Emperor. We covered the whole schedule. Good job, everybody. No, um, let's, let's go ahead. Let's talk about the Georgia game because, oh, this game wasn't close at all. Not even, not even slightly close. No, nothing good. Nothing good happened. Nothing good uh, happened for Mississippi State in this game uh, whatsoever. Like nothing. There's they, had, they had the superior mascot. Come on now. They did. They have a more balanced, less... Uh... Death prone. <laughs> Death prone. They have a healthier looking dog. They have a dog. Not a lab experiment. Um, That's they, true. They made as many field goals. They tied in field goals. Mm-hmm. That's Those good. Were three points. Uh, punt, punt yardage? Man. Almost, almost doubled them up. I don't know. Something's wrong with Georgia. I mean, you look at this punt yardage and just like... 182, that's not going to get the job done. Kick no, the no, damn no. ball. Kick the damn ball. You know they need to take a lesson from? Florida. You need to rely on that punting game and on your opponent only having 10 people on the field or just not covering someone. So, all right. So, are we talking about Florida? Because I, listen. Well, we usually do. Let's peel back the curtain here. I was pushing for us to totally take the full cast in a new direction and have a special Spencer Ryan only segment that Jason didn't have to be a part of. We were going to let him off the hook. He didn't, I don't want him to have to listen to two whiny fucking Florida graduates who are never happy about anything, even when they win, even when they extend a winning streak to 31 years, undeservedly. I don't want him to have to deal with that. But no. J- Jason still wants to be a part of this for some reason. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why. I don't know why any of us want to be a part of this. I think. Um, if if you two are, are are seeing this thing out, then I am bound to do the same. So what I'm going to do is whenever we talk about Florida, I'm going to be the Florida fan that I think I would be if I had grown up on a team with three national titles in my lifetime. Okay. Uh, and, you know, many SEC championships and, uh, uh, and, and so on and so forth. So, you know, I'm just going to be... The Florida Homer, who's sick of his sick of my Gators being disrespected on here. Okay, sure. Um, okay. I, 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 I don't have that much to say about the Kentucky game, except I'm sorry, Kentucky. That sucks. I'm real sorry. Yeah, like, like you, you are to partially to blame here. I want to make that clear. This is not you were not walking down the sidewalk minding your own business, and a car jumped the median and crossed three lanes of traffic and hit you and killed you. You were walking in the middle of the of the intersection with uh, your headphones on. 
So, like, I can't totally take this off you, but yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I can say I'm sorry, and and that's fine. I think that's that's not even the sportsmanlike thing to do. I think that's just a humane thing to do because there were people who insisted that when they were up, you know, because I was convinced we were going to lose this game. Because generally, I'm just convinced Florida's going to lose anyway, no matter what happens. Right? Since about 2009 on that that's been the general jason jump in here come on kentucky should have joined the patriot league when they had the chance bro 31 years and counting rack them up i mean look look gators are the most clutch team in the country two weeks in a row back to back off all the offense we need all all, you know all these folks out here want us to look like you know look like a big 12 team well it ain't happening we we use only the offense we need because we're saving it all up for the bama game Yes, we're going back to Atlanta. We're going to take on the tide again. We're going to score 19 points this time. Tell, tell them I said that, too. <laughs> but all the offense we need, we get it on the last play of the game. If Tennessee doesn't have enough DBs, perfect. We're going to throw to a guy who's covered by DBs. If Kentucky doesn't have enough defenders, perfect. We're going to throw to a guy who's supposed to be covered by defenders. All we do is make you forget that you need to put defenders on the field. You've entered the Florida mind constriction zone. Your brain doesn't work anymore. Your roster's falling apart. Now it looks like ours. And, you know, now we've done dragged you into the circle of madness and you just can't handle it. Jason may have a point there. Maybe Florida's whole strategy is just for like the first three and a half quarters just to be like, sleep, sleep. Oh, no, you don't want to play defense. Why would you want to play defense? Here, we're not, we don't need you to. Here, have the ball. We're uh, so weak. Who's the Pokemon who just sleeps and takes takes hits and I don't know. I don't know. Wins? I don't yeah, know. There's one of them. He's just this big dude. His attack is he just sleeps and like you can't hurt him. That's Florida, man. I'll remember his name in a minute. Yeah, it's like drowsy or sleepy or slumpy or something. Yeah. Um also Jim McElwain, fifteen and three in the SEC. Um he, he pretty, is. That's, sure we can't make that up. He actually, he actually is. Best percentage of any SEC coach. Don't look it up to make sure. I'm pretty sure it is. So, therefore, best SEC head coach. Sure. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, 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 just, believe, I believe it's the best start. I believe it's like as good a start as Steve Spurrier had. This, as good a coach as Steve Spurrier. This game was so, <laughs> this game was so unpleasant and, and stupid and unfair that for me to complain about it, I feel like would actually be worse would actually make it worse than it already was. I don't know what the I don't know what the opposite of Schadenfreude is. I guess it's compassion actually. Oh, that's disturbing that I didn't know what that was off no. the top. Frustrating. <laughs> so huh. this is what that feels like. <laughs> just now that's feeling what law school it. did to me. Wow. Fuck. Fuck. Well, <laughs> guess I'm ready to be a father 1 year in. Good job. You know what? Here. I have no compassion for Florida State. There. There it is. I'm back. Oh, boys I found my, yeah, I found me my, neither. Me neither. I found Fuck my them. happy place. That's great. But by the way, that that game, that game, this was this was not. You know, people say, "Wow, you know, there's there's gonna be there's gonna be upsets this weekend, right?" Um, and there kind of were. There weren't really like there were upsets. You know, you just didn't get ones that were like absolutely shocking, right? You got one where that kind of made sense. You're like, oh. Look, there's a very there's a limited Florida State team, right? Blackman's learning the job, and he's learning on the job as quarterback against a UNC or against an NC State team with a really good defensive line. That was going to happen, right? Like yeah. that makes sense to me that that, that was going to happen. I here, here I'm just going to throw out some teams here, and if you can find the common thread, I want you to identify it. Um, Baylor. Mm-hmm. Charlotte, mm-hmm. UTEP, UMass, uh, teams without wins, yes. Florida State, Bowling Green. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. These are the teams that don't have a single win. And Florida State, you have very good reasons for why you ha- are 0 and 2 and not, let's say, 2 and 2. I'll be generous. Fine. Um, but you are. You're 0 and 2 right now. Uh, and based simply on this game, and what the NC State defensive line was able to do consistently, I do not feel good about the Clemson game for you. I don't. Oh, no. I no, don't no. see it going well. No, this seems um, 
this seems like this seems bad. This seems very very bad, particularly because NC State, hmm, big malicious marauding defensive line capable of disrupting uh, your entire offense. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, what's Clemson got, and who have they already taken care of? Oh, Lamar Jackson. So, hmm. so how do you think Blackman's going to do? Because he's not Lamar Jackson, and they beat Lamar Jackson up. So how's your 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 freshman gonna do? All you got to do is what Boston College did for the first three quarters, which is something that I can't tell you because uh, no one understood it. This wasn't even um, one of those games where you're like, oh man, you look at all the like crazy shit NC State pulled out. It's like no, Florida State had one turnover. Um, NC State was five of twelve on third down, converted on fourth once. You know they they hit some big plays in the uh, in the passing game, you know seventy one yard touchdown, a few other longish plays, but so did Florida State. I mean, it, they it, this was not the case of like oh well you know they got they got the few bounces here and the few lucky things there. Nope, just lost, just straight up lost. No other explanation for it. Good night. Yeah. Go home. Have fun. We, I mean, we entered this week kind of hoping for, like, big, shocking top 10 upset. And, yeah, FSU was number 12, sure. And NC State was unranked, sure. But I think we all knew, you know, FSU was just there just because, well, you lost to Bama and you haven't had a chance to do anything else yet. Let's just park you there for now. Like, it wasn't really a true top 10 team without, you know, without Francois and a totally, with a totally untested quarterback and all that. Um, we also saw Oklahoma State go down. That was a top 10 team taking an upset um we saw oklahoma have way too much trouble with baylor um and then you know usc goofed around cal for a little bit michigan same with purdue for a little bit but let's uh, let, let's talk about that clemson game let's talk about it because you know i want you to imagine you're 14 years old and you're mm-hmm. you know it's it's a saturday in the summer you're home by yourself, and you, you, and as your parents are leaving to go run an errand, to go to a, a wedding or something, they're like, hey, we want you to load the dishwasher, make your bed, and take out the garbage by the time we get home. We're going to be gone for like five hours. We just want you to do those things. And you just fuck around. You just are taking a nap and calling your friends and doing whatever 14-year-olds do, which I will not mention here because I'm sure it's disgusting. Um, mm-hmm. And then you look at the clock and you're like, oh, shit, they're going to be home in 20 minutes. They just they texted me 15 minutes ago saying they were leaving. And then you run and just as quick as you just load that dishwasher in the sloppiest way possible, you sort of just throw the comforter over the bed to say, yeah, I made it. I'm just not good at it. You drag that garbage out. And technically, yes, you've done everything that was asked of you, but you did it in the, like, dumbest, dipshittiest, middle school way possible. High school way possible. That's Clemson. That's that's Clemson. College, college way possible. That's Clemson 34. Boston Early College. 20s way possible. That's Clemson mm-hmm. 34, Boston 40. College. Sure. That is Clemson 34, Boston College 7. <laughs> because this is a score that we will look... We'll look back at this score at the end of the season and be like, oh, well, Clemson had no... Motherfucker, it was 7-7 in the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah, because what was the best? The best that Boston College could hope for was stasis. That was it. The best they could hope for was, our game plan, boys, nothing happens. (laughs) Nothing. That's it. They they can't do anything. Boston College can only prevent things from happening, right? Right. And hope that that through negative effort, they can actually <laughs> win a game. That's it. They're basically erosion, right? Through sheer force of non-will. Right. They're just like, what do you do? They're basically Bartleby the football team, right? Like, <laughs> would you like, would you like to rush? I, I would prefer not to. Would you like to pass? Mm, I would prefer not to. Can we snap the ball? <laughs> I would prefer not to. Like that's that's them. Every time. Bartleby and, the Scrambler. Yeah. Mm, scrambling. Scram- scrambling's a little dangerous. Just laterally, yeah. though. Just to be clear. Just laterally. Just to burn clock. Scuttling, uh-huh. scuttling around like a Boston crab. Yeah, that's 
That's what they got, man. And, and you know, like, I kind of respect it. They're, they don't care. They're not going to do anything well. It is, it is, a, ni- it is a nihilist <laughs> approach to, co- to college football. It's all they got. And, and I get it. But like, optimally, it's how you would win a fight if you were in a fight at all, right? Because, all right, well, maybe this is how Ryan and I would. Jason's right. from Georgia, and he's got a little... Jason can scrap. To, Jason can he's scrap. He's got enough chats. I'm a little frightened of him in a scrap, okay? Ryan and I, we're just going to hope you get winded, right? Like, I don't know, got some size, maybe we'll get winded. You'll just give up. We'll just walk. I don't know, y'all, y'all, y'all are a lot stronger than me, so I don't no, know. No, no. In a bar fight, Spencer and I are just like doing that thing where you like run around the pool table and just keep them between the them and the pool table it's just that just like oh no hey come on now i'm just i was just fucking around hey what are we ha who let's just just gotta get to the fourth oh damn it ah he punched me right right in the neck <laughs> win the turnover <laughs> battle <laughs> that went exactly the way i thought it was gonna go but it was my only hope <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 all that's all they can hope to do. So when you look at it, right? And also by the way, if you look at it, Kelly Bryant, Kelly Bryant had a terrible day throwing the ball. Like let's not let's not gloss over that either, right? Like he, he threw two picks, only threw for 140 yards. It's not like they're really like, you know, letting them air it out versus Boston College, but uh, he had a bad day. Like so if, if Clemson's going to have trouble later on, that's probably where it's going to happen is in the passing game. Sure. And that's I mean, predictable, right? That's yeah. predictable. You got a you got a first year starter, a good rushing attack, and somebody who's you know kind of sort of still getting the hang of things. That's fine. That's fine. But that's who they are, right? Like now we're four we're a good four weeks into this season. There's not many illusions to be had, right? Like Alabama's not really going to beat you passing the ball, are they? True. Um, do they really have to do that? No, not at all. They don't. They can just run you over. That's what they did against Ella. That's what they did against uh, Vandy. <laughs> they didn't have to do anything else. Do you know how many people carried the ball? They had fifty-two different people carry the ball. Like 52. they, they literally took out their fifth-string running running back at one point. They were yeah. on their sixth-string running back. The yeah. If you have if you have children who listen to this show, and please don't let the government know that you do that. They will take them away. Um. Don't let them listen to this because everything about the Alabama Vanderbilt box score is criminal. It it's like it's like yeah. a, a lost chapter of the movie Seven. It is Vanderbilt finished with seventy eight total yards. Seventy eight. Se- seventy eight over over four quarters of action. So what would be a a drive, right, for a team? Was was their entire game? It's actually kind of a miracle that they only lost fifty nine nothing. If you look at the box score for this, Vanderbilt only Vanderbilt only ran thirty eight plays. Like, I feel like this is the kind of thing where you look at it and you're like, hold on, are they suffering from lost time? Did they do that thing from Speed where you're just watching the same thing over and over again? But in reality, Vanderbilt's fled. I don't. It's oh, it's bad. It's but very like very they, bad. They put up a picture on the security camera of themselves running an offensive snap, but they were actually like just leaving. Okay, good and good sh- times. Yeah, no, they could have like the number of things that Vanderbilt and their entire staff could have been doing during this game, and nobody really would have noticed. It's massive, right? Like once once Alabama was up like thirty one nothing, I bet they were like, yeah, I'm gonna call my accountant fine why wouldn't i i'm not doing any good here i'll just what i'll just i'll get some errands done the thing that was sad about this game was you know the week before bama get or uh vandy gets a nice win over kansas state and a player's on the field says bama you're next you know and then Derek mason says you know like just normal confident coach stuff but he says, you know, like, I think we'll have some stuff for Bama, you know, and then, like, fans chanting, we want Bama and all that. That's, like, totally harmless. It's, like, that's football stuff. That's college stuff that happens. But you can't do any of that. No. <laughs> don't don't say Bama's name. No. Just, don't, just don't acknowledge who you're playing. Say nothing because they're going to, they're, you know, they're going to make up all kind of crazy motivational stuff about you. You know, those dudes are going to want to destroy you by game time. Don't make it easy. Don't make them hate you because they will. They'll have the fifth string running back in there hating you. 
And yeah. He, and he could probably be your starter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You would, you would kill for that. It's... It's it, it's just violent. It's it's deeply violent, and I know. Oh, I have one note. I just want to take out of this game because you know we don't talk about Alabama a lot because like they're gonna win and that's boring. You're just like, oh yeah, they're gonna win, whatever. There's no. Oh, what are the important matchups in this game? You're like, I don't know. One team's Alabama, the other <laughs> one isn't. Like for all except for like three or four teams, maybe five teams in college. <laughs> yeah, football. like like one of whom they've already destroyed. Right. Right, one of whom they've already destroyed and did so handily, right? Like yeah, I don't one of, one of whom's season they've already ended. Yeah, yeah. Like you want to talk about like the body blow effect? Where you're like, I don't know. Bama kind of has a sort of hangover effect. Yeah, sometimes they have like a dead effect. You're like, wow, I'm feeling really dead after playing them. Yeah, <laughs> like the the that deadish feeling doesn't really go away, does it? Cause, but uh, but on the other hand. Tennessee improved three and one. <laughs> Woo, that is a pivot I did not expect out of that. That is an ankle ankle snapper. Well done. Tennessee seventeen. Spinning. UMass thirteen. There's no joke there. There doesn't need to be. This nope. game at ha. UMass with a backup quarterback, no less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. UMass lost its starter. Like a guy who you're like, that could be my cousin. Like somebody who's so ta- somebody who's talented because they got a Division One football scholarship, but not someone who you go, mm, I couldn't be related to that person. And, 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 and who was on the sidelines for UMass in this game? <laughs> is that special assistant Chris Berman? <laughs> <laughs> it is! Rublin Stublin! My God. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Um, like there were a couple of victories that happened <laughs> this week that you look at and go, "You really lost that game, didn't you?" Yep. I'm like, oh yeah, sure, Fl- we Fl- we Florida, definitely won that game. Florida is one of them. Yep, admitted. Yeah, Florida. Florida is one of them, right? Beat Florida. the shit out of the Wildcats for the thirty-first time in a row. But Tennessee is also I'm. Ooh. Yeah, you don't you, you don't feel good about that, and and you shouldn't. Right. Like that's not that that's one of those games where I'm in a, more than familiar with this South Carolina as well. South Carolina, who narrowly pulled out the victory over over the sun return of Skip Holtz coming to the place where he coached with his dad for a minute, you know, which is one of like 83 different places in the nation. If you go back, you realize that basically uh, Lou Holtz is the man from Hadleyburg. He's coached everywhere, and he had the same sort of promise at every single place. He's and he got all of them in on NCAA probation. He's the devil from a Mark Twain story, and he got all of them on NCAA probation, except for South Carolina somehow, which, I don't know, maybe that says something super perverse about the South Carolina football program that Lou Holtz couldn't even get them on probation, right? Um, did get them into a season-ending brawl. Mm. That, that counts. That's something. Yeah, does that count? It was a spectacular one. Had one of his running backs kicking... Someone in the head on national TV. That's an accomplishment. I but, would I would like to say though that there is um if anybody from ESPN stats or anybody who runs the website at ESPN is listening, um there is one uh, this has to be just like uh, somebody di- you know put an extra digit in or something because this this number is not right. Um, for this game, it says the attendance was ninety five thousand three hundred twenty four. I yeah. assume that that's supposed to be nine thousand five hundred thirty two point four because you know babies in utero they count. Um, you know nobody came to this game. Nobody and and what I was what I was describing to one of our colleagues. This is the game where you're like, okay, I got you know little little six year old uh, little six year old Brianne. She really wants to go to a Vols game, and you know I got tickets, and I'm not. You know, listen, I'm not gonna. She doesn't get to go to you know the big game. I'm not gonna take her to. I'm not gonna take her to the Georgia game. But um, yeah, she can go to UMass. That's gonna be fun. Tennessee's gonna win easy. You know, no big deal. And then. Oh, Brian, we gotta leave at halftime because otherwise you're gonna hear some things you're not supposed to hear. You're gonna hear some. <laughs> you, otherwise, Brian, you're gonna have to testify against me in a court of law when Butch ends up chopped up into pieces in the river. This is the ticket you give somebody so you can rob their house. <laughs> yeah, 
because they're going to stay the whole time. They'll be like, oh, God, I'm not going to watch this. I can't leave, though. They'll be sitting there like, when does it get better? They said it would get good. <laughs> Here's the problem. Based on based on the, the cameras, uh, based on the the, sh- the footage of this game, if you gave somebody a ticket to this game thinking, ah, they'll be out of the house for three hours, man, I hope you got your Berglund done quick because they did not stick around at all. Not one bit. Grab the, like, seriously, just grab the flat screen, quick swipe of the, like, you know, possession drawers and then get out of there. And this is not... This was not – sometimes you have those close games where you're like, well, maybe they just like fucked up on the goal line a ton or fumbled, uh, you know, muffed some punts, did some like little stupid shit that kept it close and kept them from scoring and kept the other team in it. Nope. Tennessee only outgained UMass by 38 yards. Whole game. Possession, pretty yeah. much even. UMass slightly favored. Turnover battle. Tennessee and there was only only one. only one, right? Yeah, Tennessee had one turnover. Ma- uh, the University of Massachusetts zero. <laughs> and it was early too. It was um, starting quarterback Dorm- Dormady yes. fumbled in like the first quarter, and they were clean after that. But he somehow got benched for a, a guy who struggled even worse. And then, you know, for a long time, a guy who finished with an amazing passing line, two of five. For negative three yards. Spencer, yeah. do sacks count against your passing yardage in college football? But they do not. They do not. They do not. Amazing accomplishment you've pulled off here, Tennessee. What are you doing? What is any what is anyone in that program doing? You know what the answer is? Winning. It's mm-hmm. uh, you know what? The board. The board one, says W. It so, says three W, buddy. They're going to so, beat Georgia, so, ain't they? So just based on this, just based on where we are after this week, if Georgia doesn't win the SEC East, I can't imagine how Georgia fans will cope with it. Look at look at the wreckage. You want to talk about the Missouri game? Red, red, no. Yeah. Okay. Can't I do actually want to mention one thing about the Missouri game? Man, at our first like extremely uh, extremely emotional moment from a coach, that'd be Barry Odom. I don't know if you saw his post game comments. Um, it was they're the words of uh, they're the words of a man who has been up very late, has had a very bad week, that was part of a very bad month, and that was part of a very bad uh, year, and uh, it wasn't like a you know, it wasn't like a "Hey, we'll see this on highlight reels" kind of thing. No, man, it was it was bad. It was basically Barry Odom being like reading his resume, being like, "I have value. I've done things. I've seen things and done them, and I'm the guy for this job because all of those things that I've done and seen, I was definitely there and participated in them." It was bad. It was, it was watching somebody. It was watching somebody stay together who was completely unraveled. It was not good at all. Mizzou's in a bad, bad place. Mizzou needs to go hire that Brian Dayball from Alabama. <laughs> Mizzou's in a bad place. South Carolina needed a last-second field goal to beat Louisiana Tech. Kentucky, Florida, feel like we covered it. Vanderbilt, feel like we covered it. Georgia, you're fine. You're great. <sighs> what we're, like- so, so here's what we're, what we're talking about is, is wreckage, psychological devastation, programs that are faltering and may not even exist. This is the segue where I thank you, our listeners, who have donated almost $3,000 now to Hurricane Relief to help people who are suffering from actual wreckage and actual devastation and not just being actually bad at football. Who are these brave heroes? People like Trevor Magnotti. People like Spencer McCombs, Donnie Butts. These are the kind of people who are giving money to help. People like Joe Doty. What does Joe want us to say? Quote, Ray Goff sighed as he drew his katana. That's a great thing that you made me say, Joe. Thank you for donating money to make that happen. Hey, Joe, do you, do you, do you want to, can I give a basic? I want to give a bonus for him because he's had a really good one. Do it. Right. Where I'm supposed to say Ray Goff sighed as he drew his katana. Ray Goff sighed as he drew his katana. I'm going to do it in the Jeff Sessions voice just oh, for you. Okay. <laughs> oh, shit. Right. Ray Goff sighed as he drew his uh, katana. <laughs> Look at that, folks. It's cat- katana. 
um, people like Gary Rice, who wants His us cat to know. Antenna. Gary wants us to know that he started listening to the full cast in the summer, uh, the episode where Holly and Spencer discussed lawn care disasters, and he's listened to every episode since. He has watched two NCAA footballs in his entire life, but he still enjoys the show. Gary, you might be Butch Jones's best friend in the world right now. All right, can you consider being a Tennessee booster? Because you're exactly the kind of person that he needs. Somebody who will give money and not watch Tennessee football. That's perfect. That's exactly what he's looking for. How can you be like these and other fine people? Because we haven't named everybody. Are you fucking kidding me? We're going we're gonna to get to everybody else throughout the rest of the season. You have less than a week to go to bit.ly slash fullcast2017 and donate to one of the, I think, five charities now that we have up there. I'm going to get a little bit serious here for just a second, and then I promise we'll be back to college football bullshit. Um, Puerto Rico is in a terrible state right now. We're talking massive devastation, basic services like power and water, not gonna have not gonna fuel. have power for, not gonna have power for anywhere from like three to six months minimum. So it's entirely possible that I'm being uh, that I'm uh, going to overreact here. If you said that this was going to be the case for any state in the United States, if you said, "Hey, sorry, um, yeah, Mississippi's just not gonna have power for six months. New Mexico's just not gonna have power for six months. Devastation's too too brutal." I would like to think that we collectively would be so pissed off at the idea that a U.S. state was was going to be without something as basic as power in a place where people, oh, I don't know, need to go to the hospital, need to have babies, need to go to work, need to, you know, exist in a normal day-to-day life, that we would say, nope, not okay. We would like to do something about that. We got to get that number down. I will, without... I'm going to hold it down here. I am not confident that the people in charge actually care enough about it right now to do that. So if you could be so kind as to donate to the Fullcast Charity Drive, I would be oh so grateful because it's bullshit, y'all. It's total bullshit. It makes me so furious to think about. We can go on to talk about college football. One of you pick a game. I would like to talk about TCU Oklahoma State. Ooh. I would like to talk about the madness of facing a guy who was pissed that they didn't score 80 points versus SMU and who rolled into your stadium. And absolutely. Dare we break out the M word? It's time. This was a molly whopping. This was, this was a complete domination start to finish. TCU had the ball for like almost 40 minutes. Time of possession, not an indicator of dominance, but it's a correlation sometimes if you match it up with a few other things. All right. Like, I don't know, running the ball. Derry Sanderson was a monster. Derry Sanderson could not be contained. They ran the ball for 238 yards on Oklahoma State. And you know what? When Oklahoma State couldn't run the ball to run clock either, uh, that's when you start losing. When you throw when you throw a couple picks and you fumble and you lose turnovers and those big, beautiful, deep balls to James Washington are pretty much the only thing you got and even those dry up, yeah, you're in trouble. This was This was probably like this was legit the most beautiful game plan of the week, like by far. Gary Anderson absolutely, or just just absolutely dominated. Gary Patterson, I'm sleepy. Well, Gary Patterson and, dominated. And helped by the, the fact coaching that coaching matchup here. You know, after the after halftime, it's twenty to ten at half. You get this sequence: Oklahoma State interception, TCU touchdown. It's now twenty-seven ten. 17 points, even against a good uh, a good offense like Oklahoma State's, should be enough in most circumstances. It stays mm-hmm. that way, but Oklahoma State slowly crawls back into it. They get that down to a six-point deficit with three minutes to play. And what happens? 42-yard touchdown run by Darius Anderson. Just, just ices it. Just is like, no, we're not. It, it's, we appreciate that you tried. We appreciate that you didn't play terribly Oklahoma State. You didn't, you know, you didn't, you didn't look like unwashed ass or anything like that. But TCU was just going to win this game. And they were just going to do it by running the ball really damn well. Kenny Hill, listen, Kenny Hill did what he needed to. 
uh, didn't make too many mistakes for them. But he had a but, he had a he had a he had a Kenny Hillish moment, and that's that's fine because you know what it ended up doing? Not much. Didn't uh, damage the campaign at all. This is a this is a very intriguing TCU squad. Very intriguing TCU squad. I don't know what their ceiling is exactly. I don't know, you know, how they will react if they are on the flip side of this equation. If they're the ones struggling in to come back uh, from the dogfight themselves. I mean, granted, the Arkansas game was pretty close until the fourth quarter. Um, and SMU gave them a little bit of a time early, but that was mostly nonsense. Uh, mm-hmm. But looking down, looking down the rest of the schedule for them, they they host West Virginia next. Uh, all of the, that's not until October seventh. They go yep. to Kansas State. They host Kansas. They go to Iowa State. They host Texas. And then and then you do have you do have Oklahoma and Texas Tech back to back. Texas Tech also kind of an interesting team right now, but there is a good possibility that especially if they can get by West Virginia. Um, which West Virginia you did the other you had the other version of the Clemson game this week. Yeah. You know, uh, I okay. yeah. Oh, 56-34. Yeah. Come on. Do you know do you know what the score actually was with like I don't know 9 minutes to play, 7 minutes to play, something like that? It was 42-34. You almost let Kansas back into it. Ooh, I mean, West you, Virginia. You still let Kansas score 34. <laughs> There's that that's a problem. Shouldn't do that. Not okay. Oh, I will say that the intriguing part of Texas Tech, besides having a defense, which is, you know, that's that's different. Novel. That's novel. That's new. Um, and, and besides being 3-0, and beating Houston at home, right? And, and playing a game which was low scoring for a real long time and squirreling it away at the end uh, with... Um, every part of your football team and not just your offense. I mean, yeah, it's it's all pretty spectacular. Um, after the game on Twitter, a at PKP Miller time tweeted at head coach Major Applewhite of Houston. Uh, Kyle Allen 10 was awful. Coach Applewhite was calling some terrible plays. Terrible showing from the Cougs today. Really disappointed. And uh, in response... Major Applewhite tweeted <laughs> these words. One tweet. You. Next tweet. You. Same minute. My O-O-F-I-C. And the. One minute later. Capital M, capital O. Lowercase. O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-O-
Was the score, I don't know, 27 to 3? No. No, it was not. It was 58 to 34. 58. Which, man, I don't, I don't know if you've, you've watched Stanford. That's not, that's not the team you thought you'd get 58 out of. Do you know how many points Stanford scored against USC and San Diego State combined? Let's like see. 25 or so? It's 41. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say like they, got, they, got, they got they got twenty. I know that I know they got twenty four off uh, off SC. Off yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, good God, Jim Mora, just blink if you want to live. Just, uh, please send us some signal. Anything. With those tiny beady eyes. Does he really even need to blink? Like, I, <laughs> like his little squinty little eyes are so close together. They're all they're they're probably you know. Properly moisturized at all times. Anyway, Stanford ran for it's like for- the, the the blinding rage coursing through him, the blood just flowing over his eyes. He doesn't need to blink. Stanford no. ran for four hundred and five yards on forty five carries. I yeah their their whole game plan was uh, Bryce Love right Bryce <laughs> Bryce Love left, and it worked fine. I know yeah. I, I know that everybody you know transfers and possible NCAA changes to the transfer rules are a very sensitive topic right now. People are like, oh, we're basically creating free agency for college football. I say it's maybe not going far enough. Can we let Josh Rosen transfer now? Like mid-season? Like to, to any to, other team? To an FCS team, yes. He can go He can go <laughs> play for James Madison. <laughs> He would can probably have a better time? chance. He would probably have a better chance of making the college football playoff or the Pac-12 championship game at this point. I was going to say, can we get Josh Rosen to like SMU or Texas Tech? We can just get him somewhere, somewhere freewheeling where he can breathe. We can Josh, roam. Hold on, because he's got that in his blood, man. Josh Rosen. That dude, my... that dude just likes to throw the fucking ball. Can we put yeah, Josh let Rosen? Throw, let him throw the ball like eight times a game. Can we put Josh Rosen on Miami? What, what NFL team do we need to get him on? Like, we need just the one NFL team that'll actually wing the fucking thing around. That's where he needs to go. Packers. Jets don't him. take him. Let's just just get him to the Packers and you know take him like the, take that three year that three year JD degree, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? Would, would the would the Broncos take Josh Rosen right now? <laughs> I, if if they know it's good for him, okay. probably. Okay. Why not? Why can't we make these things happen? Why does Josh Rosen have to toil at UCLA, losing to Stanford? Oh, 50, you know, fifty-eight thirty-four. I got the team for him: Drew Brees, apprentice. That team just wings it around. Four hundred meaningless yards per weekend. That's you know perfect. what? The Saints could probably also lose, give up fifty-eight points to Stanford, so that works. Right. That's fine. Yeah. I love, I love. By the way, I love. By the way, that you're just like, like Drew Brees, fantastic quarterback. You Falcons fan, going down and then just like to throw the ball. <laughs> all all listen, we do is run the ball. That's listen, all I know. Listen, the, every, the, every Falcons game comes down to just running the football at the end and, the, and winning a last minute appeal of the rules. Listen, yes, listen, sir. just, just sir. litigating our way to victory, baby. <laughs> sorry, sorry that the Falcons. Sorry that the Falcons. Sorry, sorry we know the rules. Sorry we know. know the Constitution. Sorry we know sorry the football we... Constitution. <laughs> Sorry, we know how time works. <laughs> Perry Mason, the football team. No, it's Matlock. It's Matlock, the football team. Time Lords, that's us. I also, I also want to highlight, by the way. I mean, this is a very busy weekend when we look at things to discuss, things to break down, and things that that maybe will come back to haunt us later. Um, it would, it would have been a really, really, really bad thing. Like, like I, I can only think of one coach. For whom a loss in this game would have been worse, right? In terms of loss this weekend would have been worse. Kevin Sumlin, with with his team entering SEC play in the position where I think a lot of other teams would just flounder or give up, fighting their way in overtime to a win, a win, mind you, a really important one in their division, right? Just when we thought, oh man, someone's done. Oh man, A and M's done. Hold that thought. Now, you know the other coach? The only other coach I can think of for whom this weekend a loss would have been just even worse? Uh, he was the guy, the the other sideline. The, the oh. See, I was going to say Ed Orgeron almost losing to Syracuse. Whoops! 
<laughs> no, I think that was bad. No, I don't think the outcome mattered at all in that game. <laughs> I yeah. think just the terror of almost losing to Syracuse at home in front of a half-empty stadium. Oh, no, that damage is done. That's a bad, 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 bad look, period, for LSU. I think losing this game outright, Arkansas, doing it the way they did, oh, that's like the only thing, the thing that's protecting Burt, as we so fondly call Brett Bielema, the only thing protecting him is that massive buyout. That big old poofy buyout. Just I, that, like that, it's like that big old, big old big, plushy you win at the, at the carnival. Big comfy sweatshirt for buyout. Is he on the bomb squad? No, that's just what he looks like. Just yeah. a big old, big old lumpy, lumpy bowl of buyout. I call it the Burt, I call it the Burt Locker. <laughs> what happens? You'll never blow that. <laughs> it blows up exactly the same way in yeah. overtime against Texas A&M, despite oh, having a 14-point lead in the fourth quarter. Yeah. So let us let us peruse the next, eh, let's say, month or so for our friends in Arkansas. Uh, next, they play New Mexico State. New Mexico State two and two, uh, they should beat New Mexico State, even though that is a team that hung with Arizona State and hung with Troy. So they're not they're and not rapidly improving. New Mexico State, man, they they UTEP. We'll have a separate conversation about you. No, we won't talk about UTEP. Uh, after that, they go to South Carolina, to Alabama, and then they host Auburn and go to Ole Miss. This is oh boy. I feel like I feel like we're sending a very drunk Brett Bielema out onto like a McDonald's play place and being like, "Crawl to the other side, Brett. It'll be okay. You definitely won't die in there and smell like pee when we recover your body. Good luck. Don't choke on you know the balls." The top of the, you know the top of this has like a little rocket ship cockpit. It's pretty boss. Just <laughs> get a beer up here. There's no law in here. I'm taking my pants off. I don't know why you think that. Very well. Hey, my, my pants are off, and also you're going to need to send me up a big, big sack of Whoppers. This is a McDonald's play. play. Uh, Whoppers, please. <laughs> and, you know, all we have, all we have are, all we have are numbers. Okay? That's all we got. That's really, like, you know, we can, you can make fun of a person. Sure. Brett Bielema, I have to say, that sweatshirt, not the greatest choice in terms of wardrobe. I disagree. Disagree? Okay, that's good. Re- people of reasonable minds can disagree on tasteful matters. He's from we Iowa. We can't disagree on certain elements of his resume at this point. I eat at his record. Whew. Now in, in, in God, this is this is now this is this is year five, man. Year five where they they've won a uh, Texas and the Liberty Bowl, and they've never finished higher than third in the West, and his record. At Arkansas, it's 26 and 28. And he's being paid $4 million a year. That's his overall that. record. That's his overall record. His SEC record is just... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's worse. His SEC record... He's 26 and 28 at Arkansas. And his SEC record, 10 and 23. God! Yeah. He's 10 <sighs> and 23 in the SEC. It is... <sighs> We are, we are, there are a lot of coaches in the SEC right now that are just like really lining up. Just me. I'm like, I want to be first. Hey, 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 hey. That noose looks nice. Can I, can I go first? Ooh, a new guillotine. I want to try it. Me, 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 me. Brett, you are, uh, you're going to, you're going to be missed. Sorely missed. Not really. It's, it's not good. It's not good. And you know, like, I, I will beat the drum for the SEC making horrible, like, hiring decisions left and right. Um, I, I don't even think this was a bad one. I just think it's like, just you're like, okay, well, what happened? You're like, um, that shit ain't working out at all. Like, this is just not working out. And I'm well, not. It, it was a bad one because sure it why. was it was epistolary in nature. Don't don't hire <laughs> someone because they they wrote you a nice letter. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Who would do that? Oh, a guy, Jeff Long. That actually happened, right? Like I thought you handled the Petrino uh, thing with with great. That's like how that's dig- like how a 17th century novel begins. 
when you're like, and then she murdered him after after he brought her over from England to the colonies. She slit his throat and watched him die. The end. I wanted to find a gentleman of good faith. <laughs> <laughs> Found one. Oh, it's Jeff Long. That's how you ended up dead in that steamer trunk. Yeah, this is this is just not when you go, man. This is just not working. Um, it, it's really not working. And the you know the th- other thing too is that like when you go, oh hey, well what what works and doesn't work? You go, well, um, I, I know in the SEC West, very little has worked because you all have to play Alabama. And honestly, like I think they just suck a lot of the air out of the room. Very few people who just sort of thrive. And LSU is the one team where you go, oh, I think you could hire a number of people who could potentially be like. Like, almost screw that up, and you're still so talented that you'll probably win a bunch of games, which is why, like, I don't think the Ed Orgeron thing, like, even if it wasn't, like, the best idea, that won't show up for a while. It's going to take a minute for that to come out and wash, if let that's it, the case. Let us end with um, the born identity of football games, where things were real shaky and you couldn't really tell what was going on, and it ended only because one person found a candlestick to choke the other one with, to shove down his throat. And kill him. Penn State, Iowa. 21-19. How are those 21 points scored? Don't worry about it. Touchdowns are in there. It's got... Let's look at the ingredients. Touchdowns is in there. Why you gotta read past that? They're touchdowns. Stacking stacking points. That's what they were doing, y'all. Stacking points. this This is, by the way, like, when you look at a... When you look at a box score and it looks like the number of... uh, The ages of somebody's children, it's not good. When you talk about that, right? Like Penn State. Well, we have a three-year-old, a two-year-old, a ten-year-old, a six-year-old. <laughs> That's what it looks like if you read it across. At one point, we had a fiver, y'all. We had a fiver. Penn State was playing blackjack like hit, 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 <laughs> hit, 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 Eventually, hit, hit, eventually hit. you'll run out of cards, and then I win, right? Ace, yeah, ace, ace, ace. Bleed them dry. Um, this was so. This was the opposite of the Tennessee UMass game, where you're like, yep. Box score backs, backs that up. Penn State had 579 total yards, and Iowa had 273. It's... This final score, and the fact that if it wasn't for a, a near miracle pass, a, no, a miracle pass on fourth and goal, Trace McSorley off his back foot to the middle of the end zone through traffic... To score through the fing- game winning through fingers through to, fingers that were almost on the ball to score the game winning touchdown, this would be the most. I mean, it it's almost remnant. It's almost reminiscent of the Ohio State Penn State box score from last year, where you're like, wait, huh? Who did the? But you did. Hmm? The, the thing with the yeah, this is this was almost Kurt Ferentz's finest hour. Iowa had eleven. Had, fir- Iowa had eleven first downs in this game. Hey, yeah, they needed eleven. They, they got, got the wrong kind of eleven. I <laughs> did. They got the wrong kind of eleven. Damn it! They were so close. I mean, this. this was, I mean, I, I will say this. By the way, my my thoughts, my happy thoughts about Iowa, not diminished one bit by this. This is exactly when something's like, oh man, I was so shitty. They just looked. So shitty for a lot of the game, and you're like, no, 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 this is all part of the plan. Akron Wadley, amazing. He's a great football player. Like, he kind of actually leaps up the screen. You're like, what's he doing on Iowa? <laughs> I don't know, man. He's great, though. Go back and look at everything Saquon Barkley had to do to put away a team that ran, that you know, that racked up like 200 yards. Yeah. Like, it took all, it took all that from a, you know, potential Heisman Trophy winner. Probably won't give it to a Penn State player, but that's a, that's a whole other issue, but uh, a, a Heisman-worthy player, let's say, it took all that to put away a team whose entire plan revolves around, well, we're going to try and pin you deep. <laughs> that's, that's how we do it, y'all. I, I don't know. I mean, I was watching it. I was like, this is this is so... I don't know whether like I've finally like, like been worn down by Iowa's charms. You know? Maybe maybe waving at those kids off of my heart, but man, there's a lot of, there's a lot of love that you can feel when you're watching a team just completely obstruct everything another team's trying to do without trying to do too much on its own. Is Iowa the team that, I guess maybe along with LSU, um, 
their early games are just so completely different from their late game. Well, I guess LSU when their fans actually show up. Like a night game is just it's like a completely different stadium. It's like you yeah. watch a you watch an Iowa Nooner, it's like, oh my God, this is gonna be horrible. This is gonna be absolutely unbearable. An Iowa night game, let's fucking go. Let's do it. And I mean part of it is yeah, they're on they were on a hot streak and I guess still are against top five teams and all that. Um but when ABC comes out and says, hey, we're going to unranked Iowa for the big game, no qualms at all. Let's do it. That sounds great. No, cancel, cancel my appointments. Gonna cancel watch my that. appointments. I'll be, I'll be there. Going to watch Kinnick go absolutely insane for, for a safety. <laughs> <laughs> Their own. Safety maybe, by one Iowa. Did, maybe one they give up. Doesn't matter. As, as long, long as it's a safety. Those folks love to. I had to pinch, I had to pinch it off midstream. 